0: Hello, this is Mike Kennedy with the Living in Victory broadcast. Thank you for joining me again today. We're going to continue our series titled Word Winner or Word Whooped. You and I either walk in victory by our words or we lose by our words. Salvation is made, right, by confession. You believe and you speak it forth. That's the eternal victory. Amen. Let's join our faith together. Hook it with me in prayer, if you would. Heavenly Father, we come to you. We praise you, Father. We worship you, giving glory to you today, Father. I ask for your wisdom, that I speak the oracles of God precisely exactly the way you would have today, that you get glory in it, that people are helped, Father, Father, we praise you for it, and we thank you for it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, our series is based on 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. In since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed, therefore I spoke. We also believe, therefore speak. See, there's power of life and death in our words. We've seen it in the Old Testament. We see it in the New Testament. But there's some changes as a result of what Jesus did on the cross. Amen? We have the authority of the believer that Jesus bought and paid for. Hallelujah. You know, Jesus, he did some amazing things in his life as you and I both know. But let's take a look at some of the examples of when they started. Of course, the first miracle was turning water into wine. But he was in the temple in Luke chapter four, verse 17, hallelujah. And he asked for a scroll of the book from the prophet Isaiah. And he opened it up and he started to read it in the temple and people were looking at him And he was reading out of this this scroll and it says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Hallelujah. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Amen. If you're hurting in your heart, Jesus bought and paid for your healing. Glory to God. You can receive it. Take it by faith today. Amen. Amen. To proclaim, to do what? To proclaim, to declare it, to proclaim liberty to the captives in recovery of sight to the blind. How did they get their sight? How did they get their liberty? He proclaimed it, amen. To set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, Today, this scripture was fulfilled in your hearing. He spoke it forth. Amen. And so all bore witness to him and marveled at his gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. He spoke with authority. And they said, Is this not Joseph's son? See, they were saying dishonorably. It's, this is a carpenter's boy. It's anointing is upon him to do this. Shouldn't he be out building a house? God looks at the heart. He looks at truth. He looks at faith. Hebrews eleven six says it is impossible to please him without faith. God is pleased with you if you're in faith. Amen. Not when you receive your healing, when you're in faith. Amen. He has already healed you. All you have to do is take it by faith, receive it. They were, they were dishonoring the master, but he sat down and he knew what they were saying. In verse 23, he said to them, you will surely say this proverb to me, physician, heal yourself. Whatever we have heard done in Capernaum, do also here in your country. See, Jesus spoke it forth. He knew that he was sent here and that he had received the anointing. It was fulfilled that day. Amen. Hallelujah. Then in verse 24, then he said, Assuredly, I say to you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. But I tell you truly, many widows were in Israel in the days of Elijah when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, and there was great famine throughout all the land. But to none of them was Elijah sent except Zarephath in the region of Sidon, to a woman who was a widow. And many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elisha the prophet, and none of them was cleansed except Naaman the Syrian. So all those in the synagogue, when they had heard these things, were filled with wrath. See, they were in pride. Well, we've been educated. We're from the temple. We're the high priest. Who's this carpenter boy? He hasn't even been to our synagogue, hasn't even been trained by us. They were in pride. How dare him say that the word of the Lord was fulfilled in their ears today. They were in pride, arrogance. See, pride is the nature of Satan. And pride will keep you out of the blessings of the Lord because it's the nature of Satan. Hallelujah. See, they knew this. They were hypocrites. They were angry because they knew that he walked in authority, they could tell it just from his words. And so they were upset. They did not like the word of truth. Amen. You know, it's the word of truth that causes us to grow up, to mature. This wasn't in my notes today, but let's turn over to Ephesians chapter 4. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for leading us and guiding us. Somebody needs to hear this. Luke chapter 4. Let's look at verse 11. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and teachers, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. What is the purpose of the fivefold ministry? To equip, to mature, to help build up the body of Christ, to help us mature, amen, to grow up. Verse 13, till we all come to the unity of faith. It doesn't say doctrine, to the unity of faith. See, Jesus knew that we wouldn't come into the unity of doctrine, but we would come into the unity of faith. Faith of what? That Jesus is Lord. See, Apostle Paul said he only knows in part. So if Paul only knows in part, you and I know in a piece of a part. But we can come into the unity of faith that Jesus is Lord. Amen. Let's continue on. And of the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man. That word perfect means mature, lacking nothing, to grow up complete, entire. See, by the word of God, we become complete in Him. Amen. We speak it forth that we may become complete. To the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children, tossed to and fro, and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men. See, men will try to trick you by their words. Don't believe the news, everything you hear. You have the Holy Spirit. Check your heart. The Holy Spirit knows the truth. Don't be tossed to and fro by every little thing you hear. Where's the scripture? Do I have, does it bear witness in my spirit? Amen that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love that they may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ. See, we're supposed to speak truth in love. People speak truth at times, but there's no love in it. Everything that we say should be truthful or keep our mouth shut. And everything we say should be with the heart of love. How do I phrase it? You can phrase things that hurt people. That that also you can phrase them that help people. That edify them. That build them up. Oh man, you can do it. Point out the good things they did. You don't have to focus on the bad things they did. They already know that they failed in an area. Man, your form was great. Man, you keep working on that form, and you're going to hit the ball out of the park. Amen? Focus on the good things they did. Build them up. Encourage them so that they don't quit. They keep going forth. Amen? Hallelujah. Jesus does that for you. The Holy Spirit encourages you. He is the ultimate encourager. Jesus is our example. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Let's back back over to Luke. We were over in Luke chapter four. Let's go back over to that. Hallelujah. You know, they were, these hypocrites were in wrath. They were upset. But in verse 31, it says, then he went down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and was teaching them on the Sabbath. They were learning from the master and were astonished at his teaching for his word was with authority. You know, your words should be with authority. My words should be with authority. We should be commanding things with authority because Jesus gave us that authority. He died on the cross. He rose from the dead and he gave us that authority and commanded us to use it. Amen. Your words should be with power, not just saying things. Every word that comes out of our mouth should be with the intent to see things changed that God gets glory in it. I'm having to work in that area. Glory to God. I'm improving. I'm coming up. How about you? Are you coming up and increasing in the word and walking in the authority of the believer? Hallelujah. You want to live in victory? Use your words according to the word of God, the way you're supposed to, and you're going to walk in greater levels of victory. Amen. Hallelujah. Our words should be with authority, not full of lies. Not lack of faith, but faith-filled words with the authority. Amen? Commanding things to change. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Let's jump on down and let's look at verse 35. You know, there was a a demon-possessed man. And he was asking, did you come to destroy us? We know who you are, Holy One of God. Even they knew who he was and declared it. Verse 35, but Jesus rebuked him saying, be quiet and come out of him. And when the demon had thrown him on in their midst, it came out of him and did not hurt him. Then they were all amazed and spoke among themselves saying, what a word this is for with authority and power, he commands the unclean spirits and they come out. We have that same authority. Jesus gave it to us. How are you using that authority to build the kingdom, to build people up in the things of God, that they may receive salvation and confess out of their mouth that Jesus is Lord? Amen? Hallelujah. So then he went over to Simon Peter's house, where Simon Peter's mother in law was sick with a fever. We've talked about this in other, in previous messages in this series. Verse 39 they made a request concerning of him, of her. So he stood over her and did what? He rebuked the fever. You know, how often has somebody told you that they're challenged with something? Our family member, or an employee didn't come to work and they say, did you, you know, let's pray for them. Well, that's fine dandy, but do what Jesus did as our example. Command that sickness to leave their body. Command COVID to leave. Amen. It should have no authority in the life of a believer. Amen. Oh, the enemy is going to come in and attack. I had COVID. I was diagnosed with it. Man, I was in bed for 10 days, week, temperature. We spoke to it. And man, I was come up. I came out. And God will do that for you. Amen. Hallelujah. See, our word should be with a commanding authority. Not as a beggar, but as a believer. Amen? He rebuked it. We're supposed to do the same thing. You should be a commander. When you're talking to things you don't want in your way that Satan has put there, it should be with a commanding authority. But when you go to the throne and you're talking to God, it should be with honor. It should be with boldness, but with honor. You're supposed to go to him and make requests known to him. Things that you desire. Things that you're believing for. But when it's the enemy in front of you, that's when you command with authority. There's a difference of when you command. You don't go to the throne demanding. You go to the throne making request of things that you desire. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Father. So Jesus rebuked it. Let's continue on. When the sun was setting, all those who had any that were sick with various diseases brought them to him. And he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. So he healed the mother-in-law. He commanded that fever to leave. The word got out and people started bringing all the sick to him. And he laid hands on them and he spoke over them and set them free as well. Hallelujah. And demons also came out of many, crying out and saying, you are the Christ, the Son of God. Demons even knew that they were supposed to decree a thing. What are you decreeing? And he rebuking them, did not allow them to speak. If there's demonic things speaking over you and declaring things that you don't want declared, command them to shut up, to cease. Amen. Take authority over it. Let's look over at Luke chapter nine. Hallelujah. The disciples had saw some of this occur. They had seen Jesus walk in authority with the power of his words. They also knew the Old Testament. Luke chapter 9 verse 54. Hallelujah. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them just as Elijah did? You remember Elijah commanded fire to come down and consume the 50 that were sent and then another 50 were sent. And then he said, commanded fire to come down. They thought they were going to do the same thing. But see, Jesus came to set people free, not to hurt them. He came to set captives free, to to declare the liberty over the captives. And so Jesus you know, knew their thoughts, knew what they said, and said basically said, no, we don't want to have them as crispy critters. We want them to repent. They were not thinking they were going to get rebuked by Jesus. They wouldn't have said it if they thought they were going to get a rebuke. They were expecting that they could walk in the authority and cause fire to come down. Don't use your, use your authority as a believer to hurt people. Use your authority to command things, to help people. Amen? Hallelujah. So they wanted to, to see this miraculous fire come down. 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 38. 2 Kings starts in verse 10 in chapter 1. 2 Kings 1.10. It talked to them about a consuming fire, like plasma. Plasma is a hot burning fire, just consuming fire. They wanted to see that. But instead, Jesus said, He turned to them and said, but he turned to them and said, you do not know what manner of spirit you are of. For the son of man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And they went to another village. See, Jesus came to save, not hurt. We should be using our words to help people grow up. Amen. You are supposed to be a commander walking in authority. Not a, not a beggar. See, religion wants to make you a beggar, but the gospel of faith wants you to be a believer walking in authority. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. You know, Jesus in Luke chapter 24 verse 36 says, now as they said these things, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said, peace to you. He's commanding peace. Peace peace to you. Man, don't get into strife. Speak peace over situations. Amen. Take authority over things. Command it. Command peace. Amen. Hallelujah. When in Jesus' name, you're commanding. I command you in the name of Jesus to cease your activities. When there's a mountain in your way, command it. I command you mountain to get out of my way. You don't ask God to move the mountain. He told you to move it. That's whenever you are commanding. Amen. We should be making commands. We should be making requests to the Father as well. Hallelujah. You know, in John chapter 16, and in that day, today, in that day, you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. That word "ask" in verse twenty-three is demand in many verses. Hallelujah! Whenever you ask, that same word in verse twenty-four is require. Is the same name, same word as ask? It says in verse twenty-four, "Until now you have asked, you have required nothing in my name. Require, and you will receive." That you may have, may be full. Hallelujah. See, there's a difference between when we should be requiring, demanding. When we should be making requests. It's simple, really. If not desired, talk to it. Demand it. Command it to leave. If it's something you desire, you make your request known to God. It's a request to Him. Father, have mercy on me. Father, I ask you. But whenever it's something of the enemy that is put in your way, demand it. Command it to go. Amen? Hallelujah. See, there's people that are making requests when they should be commanding. There's three things that we need to deal with in the body of Christ in order to walk in victory. We're not walking in the victory that we need to. Partly because we're praying when we should be commanding. We're praying when we should be saying Uh, Number two is that they're saying and not believing. We must say it and believe in our heart. Amen. Don't try it. Do it. We need to get it in our heart. Build our faith up and faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the anointed word of God. And then we declare it. Amen. Believe it in your heart. Get it in you. The other reason why we're not walking in victory to the level we're supposed to is people try to take authority over things that's not theirs to take authority over. Amen? You can ask the Lord to send laborers into somebody's path to reveal to them, to help them. But you don't have authority over other things that is not yours. You don't have authority over things that... Just like, for example... um, Paul, when he was in the boat, he heard from the Lord, hey, we're not supposed to go out. We should spend the winter here. He couldn't take authority over the storm because God had already said there's going to be a storm. When God said there's going to be something, you can't just take authority over it and shut it down. But he could stand and believe God that they would live. Because God had already told him, he's going to go to see the king, stand before the king. Well, he couldn't drown, but see, he had already heard from the Lord, hey, we're not supposed to go. But the people in the ship, the captains of the ship says, ah, oh, it's better to, you know, go to another port where they have better restaurants, hotels, and spend the winter there. They were in rebellion. So they couldn't come against and speak peace over the storm that Jesus did whenever the disciples were out in the storm. He knew there was a storm. He sent them out there and he could speak peace over it. You can command things and use your authority that the enemy has put in your way. But when you're in rebellion, you need to ask God for mercy, asking for help. Amen. But if it's something that you are following the leading of the Lord, doing what God's called you doing, Satan's trying to hinder you, shut it down. Take authority over it. Amen. Command things to change. Hallelujah. You need to understand when you should command, when you should demand, and when you should request. When you go to the throne, make your request known with faith, but with honor, submission. Recognize who you're talking to. Amen. Are you talking to something Satan is behind? Are you talking to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, the creator of heaven and earth? You should do it with honor. But anything to do with Satan should be done with authority. No honor to him. No respect to him. Amen. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 2, it says, "...in my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom." but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in wisdom of men, but in the power of God. He didn't speak with persuasive words, but with authority, with power. Paul did this and we're supposed to do it as well. Amen. We'll get more into this in the power of God in the next message. This is Mike Kennedy with Living in Victory. Have a blessed day. Stay tuned with me and watch your words. Be a word winner. Amen. Well, brother and sister, don't change the channel. Dr. David and Lynn Weeder are coming up next. They are anointed ministers of the gospel. Stay tuned. Hallelujah. They're anointed. Hallelujah. They'll help you. Amen. Have a blessed day. Due to the graciousness and the goodness of God, we're happy to inform you that you can download all of our messages and our mini books free of charge from our website. Also, if you'd like to become a partner or receive our newsletter, feel free to contact our offices. Thank you for joining us today. For more information or to learn more about Final Quest Ministries, please visit our website at MikeCanaday.org. Also, please like and follow us on social media for updates and podcasts. We pray today has blessed you.